Okay, we're recording. Welcome back to another episode of One Non-Blonde. This is your host, Kim. And tonight I've got my good friend, Dale Niehaus with me. How are you doing, Dale? I'm doing fine, Kim. How are you doing tonight? Doing wonderful. I've had the pleasure of actually talking to Dale a few times. Dale is a uh, up-and-coming actor. And uh, he's got a lot going on in his life right now. So he wanted to come in and just talk about it and share what's going on. So uh, since I talked to you last, I know you just mentioned a new project or something that you're working on. You want to give us a little bit about Freddie and Jason and what you've got going on with them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a fan film called Freddy vs. Jason Dreamscape. And basically, this uh, kind of goes back taking place uh, when Freddie and Jason were still in hell. And it basically is all about um, kind of Freddie, um, in a way, kind of bringing back Jason in a sense. Um, my character that I got cast as uh, is actually one of the two of these two idiots that actually uh, ends up bringing Jason back to life after he's been dead and everything else. So, you know, kind of kind of instigating the whole bringing back the man behind the mask, uh, the, uh, the master of mayhem machete. And uh, so it, it's uh, looking to be a very good um, project. Um, and it's um, the director uh, is, uh, his name is Cody Huskins. And he's actually the one playing Jason. He actually has a full put together Jason costume that um that he's worked very hard on and he's also been jason and cosplay before and then um the the gentleman who wrote the script uh, who is also playing freddie is uh joshua adams um and and he, they actually um the the executive producer uh who um, is helping to produce it his name is blake best and he actually has written uh, books about freddie before he's been to several conventions a very good author um he actually has some of the memorabilia from back from the original films including uh the arms that um the extended arms that freddie had in part three that actually stretched out the length of the hallway uh that he actually brings out uh, at conventions and shows people and for this fan film he actually has a mask that was made and worn, I believe, by Stuntman in uh, the original Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street that actually fits to the face. So Josh will actually get to wear that and he'll look like Freddy. And it, it, but it's promising to be very, very good uh, that it's, um, they're looking to film it after, of course, all this quarantine mess is over and everything else. Sounds good. Now, so. Under, I know you, you brought, you're bringing back Jason. So you're on team Jason right now, but in, if you had to like put odds, who do you think is going to win Freddie or Jason? I mean, uh, not the, I'm not giving away the ending. I'm saying this is you, you're you as Dale, who do you think is going to, who, who, who thinks got the better uh, evil plan? Well, you know, I've always been growing up. Um, I always, always more of a Jason fan. And, and the reason being because um, Jason basically w was just a kid that uh, was different and, and was picked on. And because some counselors didn't watch him when he was swimming, he drowned. Uh, and so then, it, and of course, caused his mom to, to go on a killing rampage. And then 
once you know she saw or he saw her get killed then of course he grew up and became the a a a killer uh but it was more of just vengeance i guess in a sense so it's a victim of his own circumstance right yeah so i kind of always kind of like felt for jason in a sense i mean of course you know he you know killed a bunch of counselors even if all they do was doing drugs and listening to the the rock and roll and having sex i mean which you know is what it is (laughs) 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 but but with freddie on the other hand freddie of course knew what he was doing and he uh killed a bunch of of innocent kids and uh and so freddie in itself was incarnate evil Mm. uh and so you know i always out of the two i always rooted for jason and and do but i mean i i still love freddie as a villain but i i think in a sense that it's probably going to be jason but i mean then again you you never know because you have to watch the movie right <laughs> exactly exactly nobody is going to know until this movie comes out and uh and sees who's going to reign on top I think it's going to be awesome. I love those kind of uh, fan films because, you know, I think there's so many things like, you know, somebody writes a great character mm-hmm. and creates something and then fans want to continue. You know, they want to f- say, well, okay, what, what happened next? So I think these are really great for, for the fans. Yes. And also um, the, um, the executive producer, uh, Blake Best, um, he also has um, been involved um, with helping with the script and write, actually he wrote a story, uh, and it's called Razor's Edge. Um, that actually will also be produced later on, and that actually goes back to when Freddie was a kid, and then how he ended up becoming the monster he was in people's dreams. So that's mm-hmm. an origin story for Freddie. That's awesome. So yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know when that's going to, you know, of course be produced. Of course, this one's got to be first, but. That also is another project that um, I think I talked to Blake and I'm probably going to be involved in that somehow. Just don't know how yet, but that ought to be a load of fun. Well, you are, I mean, for somebody who's just really starting out into the films and the, you know, the, the stuff that's, I know you do a lot of theater in, in, in your local area, but for somebody who's just starting to get on film, you have already started to rack up an impressive resume. And I am like, I'm, I'm in awe because, you know, it takes sometimes people years to, to get, you know, all the different projects that you've got going on. So why don't you share a little bit about what you're doing with, I know you just, you're talking about this um, film that you're doing for, it's a, a Christian film. Um, I love, it's funny. You, you go from, from Jason bringing, bringing the, the devil himself pretty much to life to being in a Christian film, you know, <laughs> acting range. You have it, Dale. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you uh, very, very much. Um, yes, the, um, the, the religious one that, that I'm speaking of is called Faith Restored. Um, my good friend, Gina Brewer, and her mom, um, actually, her name is Joy Brewer, actually wrote the script themselves. And basically what it is, it's about a minister uh, who I actually play. I'm playing the actual lead in that. Um, who through a tragic event um that he and he witnesses he actually ends up losing his faith um in god and everything else and so he ends up having uh, some type of accident that 
basically transports him back to the very first uh, time, uh, Easter and everything else to when Jesus was alive. And he basically witnesses the crucifixion and everything else. So it basically it's about him regaining his faith. Uh, it's a very dramatic, uh, moving story that, um, and what's funny is, um, how I got the role, they were doing a table read. So everybody could actually, you know, um, sit around and read the script. So if they needed to make any changes to it, they could. And, um, I was scheduled to read that role. Uh, and originally that role was scheduled for somebody that was in their middle to late fifties. And I was reading the role during it. And at that time I was going through some personal stuff in my own life that I uh, was kind of depressed and, and everything else. And when I was reading that role, um, what that man was going through, I felt every bit of it, the, it came through in my words. And so something told uh, my friend and her mom that, Hey, this, the, this guy would be perfect for this role. We just feel, we just feel it. And, and so they had me audition and, you know, for the, for the part. Um, and they really liked it. So they cast me as the lead Chris in it. And it's supposed to film, uh, starting in August. Um, and it's going to be filming in, um, part of it's in Oklahoma city. And then part of it, there's a town, in Weatherford, Texas, I believe that they have filmed filmed um, several different things um, for back in biblical times and, and and back in those times. It's it's an actual town that's they've uh, set up uh, for that, and they actually have a um, the, um, the the tomb that Jesus was uh, put into for for three days. They actually have one that that's built that actually has a a door that's uh, set up on remote control that way it'll close automatically oh, <laughs> but, awesome yeah so it's um it's it's going to be a really um a really moving film um they're working on getting funding for that and hopefully they can either they're trying to get for nationwide release but if anything else they're at least trying to get it to where it'll be um released uh to be shown at churches all over the the country uh, and maybe DVD we'll, we'll have to see, but definitely at least to be able to be seen by, by almost everybody, because even if you're not a Christian or, or anything else like that, whatever you believe, I truly believe that, um, that film will touch everybody in some sense of form, because even if you're not religious, who, who hasn't felt tragedy or had second guessing of, of themselves or, what their thoughts or what they believe and have something that happens that kind of, kind of makes them ha uh, realize their priorities in life. So I think that this film in a sense, will it'll be entertaining. It'll be moving and it, it'll just um, definitely make people think. I think, you know, um, obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're taping during the, coronavirus, you know, I don't want to make it too much of it being the star of the show, but I think that this this movie is going to be very relevant and i think a lot more people are going to want to see this um at the end of the day because i think a lot of people are like you said reevaluating what's important 
what did I think was, what did I think, what was my belief system? And like you said, it doesn't have to be about religion, just my belief system and what I thought was my values and what was, that was the necessities and things that kind of reversed and changed. And then people have to find a new belief system sometimes with what's more important. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think it's really going to, I really think this is going to be one of those, those movies that's going to be really put in a, you know, like, you, you see movies sometimes that are just, they're just released at the right time and then they just yeah. resonate with the times. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and that, that film itself, it'll be, I'm not even sure on the release date as of yet, but hopefully it'll, like I said, it's, it's planned on filming in the month of August and getting done in the month of August. And so hopefully by maybe winter, it'll come out. Uh, and my, <laughs> My good friend, William Rowe, he's another actor who also is, um, we had talked before in the other show about that Honey Jessica series that I'm a part of. He, uh-huh. uh, he's actually the, uh, one of the leads in that one, and he's actually going to be playing Jesus in this. And uh, he's played, um, I don't remember what, what it was, which project, but he's played Jesus before and did a really good job. Um, he's an extremely talented actor he's been acting less than i have but he's done some amazing projects and so to be involved with a project like this with him again and something else it's very uh it it just it feels good especially when you get to work with people that you've worked with before like gina she's also acting in this and so is her mom and um i've acted with gina before uh in in another project and so when you get to work with people that you've worked with on numerous projects. Number one, you kind of have a feel for how they are, but you also uh, know that you know them and you're comfortable around them. And so there's that whole, um, that chemistry, that bond that you formed with people on previous sets. And so it's always nice to be involved in again with something, especially like this. Yeah, if you notice, like um, Tom Hanks back when he first started, and some of his smaller projects, he had the same crew of people. You notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And and even to this day, they tend to make cameos somewhere, even though he's you know makes blockbusters now. And yeah. um, the same with like Adam Sandler. So it's really good, like you said, to have that chemistry and that that um, like almost like a a family, and it's a safety net that you know that you can you're going to make something good that this is going to be something that's you know solid oh yeah absolutely oh excited for you i can't wait to see it um when when we get done before we end the show i definitely want you to go ahead and um plug where they can go because i know you're looking for funding and i know you had sent me one thing and then i'm going to i'm going to be putting that on my facebook page as well Thank you. And, you know, we just gonna make sure that we get, because these are the kind of projects that need to be, to be made um, because it's really good to hear from different people and perspectives. And I, I think this is, this is one of those ones that definitely needs to be made. Well, excellent. I, I appreciate it. I know they're looking at the, the um, I think it was, they were doing Indiegogo uh, for the funding. Uh, and I think they were trying to get that restarted up again because, they had ran out of time with the past um, the the deadline on it, so I think that they still are trying to get that set up. Um, as soon as I get that information, I'll definitely be glad to pass it on. I know that uh, for people that can find information about the film and who's in it and everything else on IMDb, 
-hmm. that's one of the big things. And also Facebook. Um, they can search it up on Facebook or IMDb, and they can definitely get more information about the film. And also, you know, that's just, you know, a good way just to, you know, look up anybody that's involved with it, too. Yeah. So I know right now there's been a, you know, like I said, we, we're kind of, you know, we, I don't think the coronavirus is something we're going to forget tomorrow. So it's not like, oh, this isn't relevant. It's going to be with us for a while, even after we are all out of quarantine. So with the quarantine, I know a lot of pro your projects have kind of been, like you said, put back on the back burner a little bit. So what are you doing to keep yourself busy and, and uh, keep yourself away from the refrigerator? I don't know. About, I don't know about you, but I've been having the hardest time. Oh my Lord. <laughs> well, last yeah. time we talked, we talked about snacks, didn't we? we yes. yes, we did. Yes. Yes, we did. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, um, the chips and salsa mm. have been really oh, hard yeah. for me to stay away from. And then, you know, Luckily, I don't keep beer stocked up too much in the fridge, but I'll tell you what, when you've got nothing else to do, sometimes a, a cold beer just, it sounds amazing to me. That's just my, my thing. Mm. Um, but I do, you know, my biggest vices are um, sweet tea and coffee. Um, and I drink a lot of that every day. <laughs> oh, me too. I, we, I make two 12 pot of coffee every day and my sister and I drink all of it. So, and oh, I, wow. yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably drinking a 12 pot every day at least. And yeah. And I'm still working outside of the home. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm, I'm stuck at home. Uh, but yeah, I find myself, you know, just finding ways to go and I, I kettle corn has been my late, my lately, my thing. Kettle corn. Kettle yeah. corn. Oh gosh. Yeah. So of course, fresh guacamole too is always a good thing. So. Oh, that is good. Wow. Now I want to get some fresh guacamole. We, I'm so, I was just talking to my son because I'm telling him, I said, I'm going to start doing some videos too of like cooking because I love to cook. So Ooh, I, yeah. eventually I'd love to be able to figure out a way to zoom in my guests. We can do a, a cooking thing together, like, you know, eating something together, you know, that'd be kind of a fun thing. Oh, oh that would be fun. It's, a, it's an evolving thing. You know, I, I'm thinking big, but I guess they start small. But, you know, I, I have all these ideas and I already have you on my list of people I'm bringing on because you and I love to talk about food. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Food is like amazing. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I know you have this project that's coming on Netflix and, and you, we kind of talked about it a little bit when we had interviewed on breaking the fourth wall, which mm -hmm. was a fun interview. So I don't want to redo the same thing, but at the same time, this is a different audience. So I'd like people to at least know what that's all about and where they can see that eventually. Okay, absolutely. Okay. That project is called honey and Jessica. And, um, ba basically it's, it's based off of a book series that's, um, the author's name is Elizabeth St. John. She's written several different types of books. Um, the Honey series that it's based off of, there's book five that she's almost done writing now. Um, it's, but basically it's uh, based off of the book series, which uh, deals with a character named Jessica that she it lives and works in a small town called Devil's Bend, Oklahoma, which is fictional. Uh, it's uh, the town name's made up, not Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, so I don't know about that. I haven't been there yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, no, trust me, Oklahoma is very real, but it's oh, uh, very yeah. temperamental on the the weather. Um, but um, basically, she just thinks her world's very small and it's just pretty ordinary, but. 
she soon finds out that her world really isn't as ordinary as she thought and um, discovers this whole other world of these creatures, of this whole complexity. Um, basically, it's vampires and werewolves and, um, and other things that she will discover along the way. And so she just kind of happens upon that. And it, it's um, like I described before, the, the fans of True Blood, I think, will really get a f- kick out of this. Uh, it's being produced. It's not a um, the the misconception before that it was a Netflix uh, a show, but it's not. Um, it's actually a um, and it's uh, Ramon Martin Film Productions, and that's uh, R A M A N. Uh, it's um, being produced by that company, and it's they're getting ready to finish up um, season one uh, filming. Uh, well, whenever the quarantine's over. Um, and it should be released, I believe my director was saying November okay. now, and it'll be, the plan is to be distributed not only on DVD, but, uh, they're looking at some, one of the, uh, streaming services. They've looked at, uh, Netflix, uh, Hulu, HBO, uh, basically it's just, you know, whichever one's going to be kind of the better deal and will allow, um, more, um, more viewers and also still give her the the freedom to be able to do kind of whatever she wants with it. And so it um, definitely keep your eyes open on that. You can find information on that on IMDb uh, and then also on Facebook and really any of the social media platforms. And uh, she's actually her and her, um, her brother Austin actually are in a band together and they've traveled all over the world playing and they actually had over seas in Europe I believe is what she was saying that it's already become a big hit just with the word about it and fans waiting for it so it's it's I think it's going to really take off once it comes out I think it will too because I I think that kind of genre is really uh, very popular Um, I think it kind of like goes like you said a lot of different age groups will appreciate it i me personally i I, like i said before i'm a massive true blood fan i love true blood um it was one of my favorite shows when it was on if it was done really well and um so i I miss that kind of uh kind of uh show you know I'm, I'm, i'm looking forward to seeing it myself so um oklahoma how's it going over there <laughs> how's the weather the uh the weather is actually really nice outside um it's not cold right now it's actually really mild um you can go outside in shorts and a t-shirt and um and the other day i think it was yesterday it was got in the 90s and oh, uh but there was there was a time even in march um in the end of march that one day it got down to the 40s um Oklahoma is, I always call it a bipolar state in a sense, and, and nothing against people with bipolar because, you know, I've, I had family history of that, but um, I always called it that because at one moment it could be like scorching high outside and the next moment it could be like, put your coat on. Uh, and that was always the joke about, you know, kind of the, not the joke, but the same with Oklahoma. Um, in Oklahoma, if you don't like the weather, just stand still for five minutes and it'll change for you. Nice. Yeah. So what do you guys, I mean, I know everybody's like I said on this kind of like the lockdown quarantine, how are you handling that? Like, are you in a city that's like bigger or are you more rural or where, I mean, cause I'm trying to 
place where you're at in the in the whole scheme of Oklahoma? Um, I actually um, I live in Norman, which is the uh, the city where uh, the University of Oklahoma is located. So it's it's actually a, it's not a, a it's not as big as o- Oklahoma City, um, which is really big. Um, but it's about 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, uh, and it's actually uh, directly south of Moore, Oklahoma. So that's kind of in between us, uh, us and Oklahoma City. But uh, it's not bad, really. Um, I mean, we're still able to go out to the store and shop if we need to. Uh, they, I think, after 5 p.m. now, if you're not going to store to get groceries or basically go to the store real quick, uh, then they prefer you to be home. Uh, or if you having a, a job that you're an essential employee um then of course you know you don't need to be going to work so it's not um not really bad at all it's just you gotta kind of use some sense and stay home if you don't need to get out yeah i i i live in florida i live in clearwater and there's a oh, lot wow. of yeah i live with a lot of older people and mm-hmm. i have to tell you <laughs> excuse me I, I have to tell you that um the day that the governor asked everybody to do the stay at home thing the yeah. next because i work in a, a place that's considered essential i had more visitors that day on my older people than i did the week before it's like almost like they were like like little kids it's like with me i'm dare me dare dare me i dare you to make me stay home i i, I come get me come get me and you know it was like oh my gosh you just stay home please and um yeah so like i'll and i'm doing like these well calls for a lot of people. I'm like, cause I'm like said, most people I work with are elderly and yeah. I'm making these phone calls and I'm like, so how are things going? Oh, I went to this place. I'm like, can you stay home? You know, <laughs> it's like, it's Florida is kind of a little more lax. I think on the stay at home thing, I think they yeah. think it's kind of like a suggestion. Uh, maybe, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just, and it's like I said, it's funny because we're all worried about the elderly and a lot of people like a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure you saw all the spring breakers on the beaches yeah. and everybody's like, look, look at all the Floridians. Like those aren't the Floridians. Those are, those were visitors. Those were not yes. Floridians don't really go to the beach that often. I really, it's not a thing to do, yeah. but, but my elderly people that everybody's like, Oh, like, like people are chastising all these young people for being on the beach. And I'm thinking the elderly are like right out there with them. And if they could, they'd be out there partying with them because they really don't want to be left home. They just are like, they're just the funniest about it. And so it's just interesting to see how, you know, people handle it, you know? Um, So question, um, since we're kind of like, you know, my show's about what's on your mind. So what's on your mind with this virus or what's on your mind with, you know, things that are going on right now in your world? I'd love to hear what's on your mind. So I'm not going to ask a question. You just tell me what's on your mind. (laughs) Well, let's see what's on my mind. Well, um, what was it about a week ago? I, I, uh, I had never had, um, fire stick or, or Roku before. And I actually picked up that Roku device. And so I've been kind of, um, just watching that a little bit. Um, it's, you know, I, I'll notice though, after a while, I kind of lose track of time. But, uh, I know, I know. Isn't that amazing? Sort of. It no. is. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it actually is. It actually, it actually is. Um, but uh, no, um, just um, with that whole thing going on, I have, um, I really haven't had a whole lot of people that I know that have contracted it, uh, the virus, but I have uh, several, like I have a grandmother uh, in Indiana 
uh, my parents are uh, pretty much my whole family still there, um, that she's in a nursing home and I feel for her so bad because that nursing home is locked down. It's been locked down since this all started. So she can't even get, um, my parents can't even visit her. Um, but the, the, at least the nursing home she's in, they're really good. They take care of her. Uh, and so I'm, I'm relieved by that. And, uh, and then of course my parents are both retired, so they, they don't have to go anywhere. In fact, it's not really much of a change to them. Um, but it's, um, it's definitely been a, a change in, in a sense, because I'll tell you what, what really affected me when this all happened is I used to love going to the movie theater a lot and I can't now. Um, and so that was kind of my special treat to, to myself. Like, um, about twice a month I would go and watch something. And now it's like, man, I can't go to the movie theater and can't go get, can't go get the, the soda and the nachos. That was my favorite thing to get. I remember that. I know I, you know, I've been trying to uh, replicate popcorn, popping popcorn. It's not good. It's like, I, oh my, (laughs) the other night, my, I, my husband and I, we set up a, we have like a little fire. We have, well, we have more than one fire pit, but but we have the one fire pit in the backyard. And so I had bought these, I I love going to auctions. So Uh I found these really cool cast iron skillets, like all these different sizes and pots for a dollar a piece. Can you believe it? So they're rusted out like completely, but I'm like, all you gotta do is like, you know, put them under fire and they're going to come back. So I throw, we throw them in the fire and we're throwing them in the fire and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, let's make some kettle corn. (laughs) So that was my big plan. I'll just put it this way. It was blackened popcorn. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that didn't work. And so then I decided to go inside the house and try to make popcorn. That didn't, it's just, I'm so sad. I, I, when, when all this is over, I'm going to, we're going to have to probably like FaceTime each other and just show, show each other going to the concession stand going, look what I got. (laughs) 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 That's all I want to do is go watch a movie and eat my popcorn and my nachos. I know it's like, Oh my God. Get that's actually <laughs> yes oh my god we will definitely have to facetime each other when that when that opens up again because that would be a fun uh you know except for people give us strange looks when we're talking during the movie no we can't i know i know at least yeah. the beginning part and i don't know about you yeah. i have to like when i get to the movie theater i have to kick my shoes off and <laughs> just like get all settled in yeah it's oh. all it's not Man. good I'm, I'm i've never heard of i've never i've never thought about kicking the shoes off actually that's uh oh yeah huh. I kick. I put. Wow. I put them underneath the thing. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, wow. in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. Man, man I. I, now <laughs> I want to kick the shoes off, and I want to wear my PJs and bring a blanket. Now I need yeah, to start. Yeah, I brought, brought a blanket before. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Do it. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta be like, if they're gonna give me a flipping recliner, you know, I'm gonna be like comfortable, right? <laughs> That's a good idea. I've never thought, I don't know why I haven't thought about that before. You got to. My husband kind of looks at me like, what is wrong with you? So the last time I went to the movie and I read my movie ticket wrong. Um, okay. I, it was like, I was, I was in the right row, but I read the numbers wrong. So I get there and I'm sitting and I got myself, I got my blanket and I've got my shoes off and I'm, I'm eating my popcorn and my husband had gone out to go get something else. And I'm like, just all comfortable waiting for the previews to start and this group of people come in and like I think you're in my seat I'm like no no this is my seat <laughs> they're oh, like 
And then they're like, um, my ticket says this. I said, well, so is mine. And then I looked, I was like, oh no, mine doesn't say that. <laughs> Oops. I to get all up and get moving. But I was nice about it. It was just so funny because they're kind of looking at me like, do I, do I disturb her? Because I was like, all, I was like all in, you know? <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. What? So were you in the wrong, like the wrong movie? I was, yeah, no, I was in the wrong seat. I was, I read oh. them backwards. I was, I said to go down the other end of this, the thing, which I should have known. Cause you know, like when you pick your seat, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought to myself, I thought I bought tickets on the other side of the theater, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I just read it wrong, but well, it was and- all good. I've done that too, but I've also done it to where I had to pick the seats out and there was like maybe three people in this, the whole theater. Yeah. And so after it started after a while and like 30 minutes later, if it didn't seem they come in, I'm like, I'm going to get a different seat. And yeah. only once when I did that, did somebody actually come in and sit down and I'm like, really 30 minutes later into the movie and you're just now getting here to sit down the seat. Well, Okay, fine. I didn't yeah. have, I picked your seat, so I guess I'll have to move. Yeah. Only one time, this is, of course, it was a pact. It was um, Get Out, the movie Get Out. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, Get Out? yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, so intense. So it was opening night of Get Out. And so we, you know, we got their seats and, you know, it's just like beginning of this whole signed seat thing, right? Right. At this movie theater. And so people are just like taking every seat. So we get into the theater and somebody has our seats. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'll just go find some of their seats. So then we get some different seats. And then other people are getting different seats. Long story short, the movie starts. And then somebody, because everybody's like, kind of like just moving around, like, you know, mm-hmm. wherever. Well, there's always somebody in the crowd who's like, these are my seats. Mm-hmm. So, next thing you know, movie stops in the middle of the movie turn all the lights on and the manager comes like everybody needs to show us your tickets and you're going to have to go to your right seat so everybody's just like moving all over the movie theater it was like unbelievable oh wow man I've, that, wow so wow okay that's yeah. uh that's damn that's pretty bad when most people like ended up doing the exact same thing where they had to shut the movie down because yeah, that one person is being really loud that's yeah. uh why couldn't they have just gone and, well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Like you said, it's back to that. They showed up to the movie after the movie started, and then they mm-hmm. wanted those seats, and it was like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's like, seriously? So the movie stops then. But I will say the only good thing about it was I, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a complainer, like a complainer, but I'm a person who, like, will make comments. Yeah. So I just kind of went afterwards and I said, you know, I thought that was just really unprofessional how the guy's yelling at everybody. Cause he did, he started yelling at everybody, the, the, oh my the manager. So I went back up and said, you know, it really wasn't very, you know, it wasn't very done very well. And I said, and then, you know, how it was just, anyways, I got two free movie tickets and a free, free popcorn and drink wow. time. Yeah. I was just, like I guess I wasn't mean about it. I'm just like, I'm a personal just go to somebody cause I, I raised my family, my kids to be like very customer service oriented. Yeah. And so I, I just, I always think like, I always like try to be customer service oriented in, in everything I do, even though yeah. I'm not, even though I'm not like necessarily they're, they're my client, but I just still like feel like you should be kind to people and you should be courteous and you should do is be as professional as you can in every situation. So I just, I'm a person who'll go up and suggest I'm like, you know, if I was in charge or if this, this is how I would do it. 
So they did give me that. So yeah, we're Facebook friends. Did you see my Popeyes thing, didn't you? Yes, I saw that. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like, oh please. You know, I was nice about it. I was like, oh so on a side note, um, for anybody who didn't know, I, I went to Popeyes yesterday. No gloves anywhere. Mm-hmm. People are just like picking up the chicken with their hands. I'm like, oh. it was just disgusting. And I never really go to Popeyes. I was just thinking something different. And now I know why yeah. I don't go to Popeyes. But anyways, so today saga continues. I went ahead and called the health department. I got kept getting pushed to different places. I'm like, I finally go, I don't have time for this. So they got, you know, I'm like, they, they got a reprieve from my complaining because I couldn't, I kept getting knocked to different places in the, in the health department. And I wow. get they I get they have other things going on, but maybe if they, people would be a little more conscientious about cleanliness. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have viruses coming at us, you know? I can't believe they weren't wearing gloves. I know. And then when her, when her to say to me, well, if you don't want food that's being handled by somebody else, you should just eat at home. I'm like, uh, it's not the handle by somebody else. It's the handle with no gloves. <laughs> well, in general, because most restaurants anymore, even before the coronavirus started, they all pretty much required to wear gloves when they handle people's food. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, it makes sense. I know yeah. like, when we, because um, I work, uh, I work at a church, so we do a lot of like, um, uh, dinners like fundraising dinners right. every one of the kids who come in and help cook gloves on i mean it's just like i said it's just just a hygiene thing you know and yeah. common courtesy but yeah wow. it was just one of the things so i i didn't want any i didn't want any free food from it anyways but you know it's what it is but yeah i got a free um i have a 15 gift card to bath and body works because I just made a suggestion on their website when somebody, when the lady had a bunch of hand sanitizers, like when this whole virus thing first started, she had a whole bunch of them hoarded in the back of the register. And I said, I just wanted to buy one of them. And she's like, oh, no, they're not for sale. So I kind of said, that's really not cool. I mean, if you want to hoard them for your friends, then stick them under the counter. Don't leave them sitting out for people to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So they sent me a $15 e-commerce gift card and apologized. So oh, like, wow. So like I said, I, I don't do it to be like bitchy. I just do oh. it to tell people like, hey, you know, if you want people's business, you know. That's a good idea. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I just was like, that's mm-hmm. cool. You got a $15 e, you know, e, e gift card to Bath, Bed, or you say Bath Body Works? Bath and Body Works, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, at one point at this one Applebee's around the corner, my neighborhood Applebee's, I think yeah. I had like a month and a half worth of free food because it, <laughs> it kept messing up my order. I think, and it was so funny because the manager would come over and go, is it okay this time? I'm like, no, it's this or it's that. And he's like, here's another gift card. And it wasn't doing it to be like, I wasn't doing it to like get free food. In fact, I even said at right. one point, like, I don't need your free food. He goes, oh no, please do. He goes, that way you come back. And, and actually they got really good after a while, but I think I kind of trained them. <laughs> I'm like, I give you like your free or you give me a free meal i thought you're like it's cheap i you know it's worth you know you, you could be paying me a hundred thousand dollars a year or a 25 dollars gift card for a meal you know it's cheaper to give oh me my god card. yes 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 it is and i gotta wonder though if if when you went back in there again if did they like um they were they thinking oh lord is her again yeah pretty much no but, <laughs> no he would come over and talk to me he actually did oh you know? that's good that's yeah good. so that's good. you know the same with like um, I went, oh my gosh, Longhorn. I'll just real quick. I went to Longhorn one time and 
I ordered the chicken and it was raw. I mean, like raw. Oh, oh no. I, I cut into it. I'm like, this is raw. And then the kid says to me, you'll love it. He says, um, well, you should have ordered it well done. I'm like, I didn't realize that I have to order chicken what? well done. <laughs> wow. No, it's not a steak, kid. It's a chicken. <laughs> So I told the manager, I'm like, um, just can you let the kid know that maybe next time someone says they have raw chicken, I'm not worried about the raw chicken. It wasn't his fault. He didn't cook it, but right. making a statement that I should ask for it. Well done. I just, that just blew my mind. So oh my God. I don't know. I, my, everybody always teases me. They're like, oh, my kids, especially they're like, oh, here's mom. She's going to find something. I'm like, I <laughs> need to, I just find things, you know, I guess. <laughs> I just, it's not really my, I, you know, I don't start off the day going, okay, let me find something to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so I know we got to get together for the, 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 the concession stand FaceTime. That'll be something yes. we definitely have to do. Yes. And uh, so what else is going on in your mind? I, like I said, I, I know there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um, well, um, let's see. I've been getting some um, some emails about doing some video auditions for different projects uh, through my agents. I have uh, an agent in Oklahoma and Texas, and um, there's a couple of like open casting calls where they were having um, actors just videotape themselves doing monologues and just sending them in. So that way, casting directors that um, they basically can see different talent and kind of their acting ability and stuff. So I've done a couple of those and then um, I've got to actually send in three more by the one of them. One of them I'm given till the beginning of May. So that's, that's a good one. Uh, and then I've got one to do by 11 PM tonight. And then I've got another one due by Friday. So it's been keeping me um, busy and actually I actually did something really cool today. I've never done before. Um, it was on one of the, um, the acting websites, um, like, uh, that they had, uh, put on there, uh, um, kind of like a contest. Um, since we're in quarantine, if any actors wanted to kind of get together long distance and if somebody wrote a script and they wanted to collaborate, uh, to make a short film. And so, a girl that's in the UK had posted on there, Hey, I'm looking for a male actor and kind of in my age parameter for a script that she had written just a real quick one. And so she had, I think one other person reach out for, uh, might've been another one. And then I reached out to her. And so she personally messaged me and, and uh, said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to collaborate. And so we did, um, I got the script last night and then this morning we did the audio over um, just over a phone call and then she videotaped her part of it. I videotaped mine and now she's editing it and it's due tonight uh, through that, that particular page. And so then we and her pretty much made a, a short film just uh, from completely long distance, completely different parts of the world. And uh, it should I'm going to get the uh, edited footage later on tonight. So I'm curious to see how it uh, turned out, especially with me using my iPhone and uh, kind of directing myself and f uh, doing my own footage, which I've never really done before. So this ought to be really interesting. 
I can't wait to see it. I hope you put it on, be able to put it on Facebook. You know, I think this is going to um, help us to get more creative on ways to oh, yeah. collaborate and, you know, not let, like, you know, even right now, I mean, I'm in Clearwater, Florida. You're in Oklahoma. I mean, yeah. but yet we're, you know, we're going to end up FaceTiming. We're going to have like a movie night. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's awesome. Um, you know, so I think this is great. I think, you know, I think the world is going to find itself realizing that we're smaller than we think we are. Oh, yeah. And I, like I there- yeah this is gonna be good i I think of the silver linings that come out of everything you know oh exactly uh i was actually what was i on um was it instagram the other day and i was watching like sometimes they'll have like celebrities on their um posting videos and it's either there or facebook or something but it was uh a real quick clip of um justin timberlake who um had was talking to a like a you know, a three-year-old little girl, I don't know what part of the country, what part of the world she was from, but uh, she was talking to him, asking him something like, what makes you uh, want to dance or something? And she was dancing for him. And, and he was like, you were like the cutest little thing. It was, it was so adorable though, but um, that in this time, it's, it's amazing because in the, the, what's going on, it's horrible, but even some of the bigger name celebrities are able to connect with some people that before they wouldn't be able to. And so it's really neat that people are actually coming together during all of this crisis. And I think it is, it's not wonderful, the crisis, but the, 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 how people are coming together more. It's, it's beautiful. Humanity, you know, that's what the yes. main thing is. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool thing. You know, we got to remind ourselves that it doesn't matter what, where we are, or what, you know, what we believe in and, we're still human, you know, and we're all vulnerable to this. And we're also, we're also capable of bringing love and joy and comfort to each other, which is awesome. You know, it is. And it's, it's, it's the, the very few one, one of the very few times, if not the only time in the history of, of, of things, especially right now that the entire world is being impacted by this. It's not just one country. It's not just, you know, like, um, you know, with certain diseases, certain countries, the whole world has been affected by this. And it's, I would hope that after this, that it might uh, make everybody all over the world kind of, like we talked about before, rethink um, things in life. And maybe it'll bring about less conflict and, and more togetherness and more humanity, which you know, there's still going to be conflicts and wars and stuff. Cause that's, it's, it's never human nature. <clears throat> it, yeah, yeah it, exactly. But it, at least with the majority of people, maybe they'll make them rethink, Hey, you know, maybe the stuff before didn't truly matter that we were fighting over or something, but you know, even if it's not the entire world, even if it's just a few people, um, a few groups, that's uh, that's better than nothing. You see that one, um, I don't know if you've you seen that one like picture where it's got the matches and then one that kind of like goes down. It's like one thing can change the world. Yeah. And I think it's, we, just go, we all have to just do that. We all have to just one, one thing at a time, one, one movement, one moment at a time. And it's going to change, I think, the perspective of a lot of people. At least we can only hope. One can only, and I'm, I'm always, I'm very hope filled. I know you watch my videos, so you know I'm very hope filled. Oh, yes, <laughs> exactly. And they're amazing. They're very inspirational. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first thing in the morning, too. You know how that is. I, there's only two cups of coffee under me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now you, you definitely had some catching up to do, you know, to get that 12. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so um, I definitely want to have you come back on again because I really enjoy our conversations. And I'm really been very blessed because, you know, um, you know, Steve Joyner uh, introduced us and um, yeah. we've had the opportunity to talk more than once, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to, you know, and it's not just, you know, podcasting, it's really becoming a re relationship, you know, relational. And that's what my goal is with my podcast is I want people to get to know you and get to know me and get to, and, you know, get the chance to like, you know, when you come on my show, I want you to be able to obviously promote what you're doing, but at the same time, just like let people see the real Dale, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And that's what my goal is. And, you know, and I'm, like I said, I'm very blessed that we get a chance to talk, you know, outside of a podcast, which is what's amazing too. It is. It is. I, I truly feel like that we're um, just out of, uh, out of a connection that we have, you know, that because of Steve uh, introducing us to for the podcast, I, I feel like that because of that, uh, the more we got to talk or we're becoming like, you know, um, good long distance friends out of this. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. I really am. Yeah, I am too. So Dale, I wish you all the best. Um, I know that uh, you're going to be taken off and now don't forget the little people when, when you become, you know, something big and you go get your Oscar or your Grammy or not Grammy, your Emmy, <laughs> your Grammy, you, you singing a song too. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you doing Grammys now too. Yeah, what the heck? You're Tony. <laughs> hey, even even that guy on on American Idol, uh, the she you know, she bang whatever his name was. Yeah. Even he had his five minutes of fame singing. So you never know. Anybody? You can never sing. know. Did you did you see my last video? I did sing. Of course, it's like it would be nice when you like. I just did it acapella, and it's like. I'm like, I sang it and I'm like, okay, I sang it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I'm like critiquing it going, because I, I, I don't have a, you know, when you do acapella, you don't necessarily always hit the right key you want to be in. It's like, well, this, yeah, you know, but it was okay. It was okay. It was more, yeah, it, was, for, it was more for a prayer. It wasn't like more, for, it wasn't like really there to be like uh, my audition for Simon Cowell, you know, <laughs> but uh <laughs> You know, someday when I win my Grammy, you know, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I just, I, I know that you're going to, you're going to, your career is going to just explode and take off and just remember me when I'm blonde, you know, your, 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 uh, your popcorn nacho buddy, you know? Oh, oh I, I will. And, and you, you better believe that, um, because I, I haven't been to Florida in about nine years, but, um, but you best believe that one of these days, whenever um, all this is cleared up and even if I hit it big, or whatever, that I'm definitely going to come down and visit you for sure. Oh, sounds good. We'll go get, we'll, we'll, we'll go get sit in the wrong movie theater uh, chairs <laughs> together. Hey, hey, that's, that's fine with me. That, with our blankies and our shoes off. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Yep. I'm kicking the shoes off and the socks. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I don't usually, I don't wear socks cause I, I, my shoes I wear, I don't wear socks. I usually wear either high heels or sandals. So I, yeah, I don't really. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't do a lot. I'm, see, I'm only five foot tall. So I wear a lot of heels a lot because being, I wear three to four inch heels because then I'm at least kind of average height. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. I'm no judgment <laughs> there. You're yeah. perfectly fine. 
Yeah, because I'm a short person. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with being a short person. That means you don't have to duck as much. So Yeah, I know. And I get very creative on how to get things off the shelves and stuff like that. So it's all good. You, go. you should see people looking at me like I'll like pick up things like when I'm in the grocery store I'll start throwing stuff up there to grab whatever I need on the top shelf climb on the shelves I've done it all <laughs> taking hey, my shoe <laughs> those shoes you can knock some stuff to st some serious stuff down you know uh, it kind of a little weird whenever you're trying to knock down some soda though but um, yeah you know, yeah I'm, I mean teach their own yeah that's yeah, a good well Dale I <laughs> I hope you have a blessed Easter because we're, we're kind of like in the, in the Easter time here and yes. stay safe from the coronavirus. And I will talk to you soon because I know we have a lot of catching up to do. We so, absolutely um, do. Absolutely. So I'm definitely want you back on my show um, soon. And, Excellent. Uh, but we'll talk on Facebook and stuff like that between now and then too, I'm sure. So I really enjoy having you on the show and how can people get, to your IMBD and all that stuff. Give them the information and spell your name properly. I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we going to get a hold of you? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was <laughs> like... It's like, oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, what, sitting in, sitting in isolation, man, sometimes you kind of like lose your train of thought. You uh, lost it all right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Okay. Kidding. Okay. Okay. Yes, my IMDb. Um, the, my IMDb uh, is um, to search up Dale Niehaus. That's uh, spelled D-A-L-E-N-I-E-H-A-U-S. And you'll see my bald head is a picture on my MDB profile. It's really hard to miss me. Um, and, and then on Facebook, uh, it's uh, Dale A. Niehaus. And that's just the, spelled the exact same way except for an A in the middle. And uh, my profile picture on Facebook is me wearing a black hat uh, in like a suit um, leaning up against a pillar. Um, it was a modeling picture I'd done. So that's kind of another unique way to find me. And then... On Instagram, my uh, my tag is really creative uh, and also motto I live by. It's helping others is the greatest. I like that. Yeah. You're the best. Aw, thank you so much. And so are you, Kim. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. You got it. <laughs>